the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome indeed to the Dennis Prager Show. I tweeted last night the latest study, peer-reviewed study, on the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine and zinc in the early stages of COVID. And the amount of hate responses that I got, including obscenities, is quite remarkable and a sign of our times. F you, people uh, believing that I'm I'm killing people. How, how is that possible? At At... Generally speaking, at worst, hydroxychloroquine, which has been used for over half a century for uh, malaria, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, has been um, uh, so safe that there are countries that you could just buy it over the counter. So at worst, it's it's useless. So how, how is that possible? H- how have we come to this society where people can go on the internet I, I I personally don't care I, I care for America I don't I don't care about me I've, the person who says F you to me on the internet it reflects nothing on me it reflects entirely on them so it it's a non-issue as far as I'm concerned but it uh, it's really breathtaking <laughs> the amount of hatred that uh, touting hydroxychloroquine entails, I think you just you should see it on, on my Twitter feed. It, it's uh, quite uh, quite something. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, you might want to check out the study. We'll have the doctor who is responsible for it, Dr. Zelenko, who has been using it. And the claim of the peer-reviewed, again, peer-reviewed study is that when taken early with zinc uh, and when necessary azithromycin, uh, 84% of the people, uh, I believe he said, need, did not even need hospitalization. So uh, I take it, uh, I, I practice what I preach, I take it uh, every week. I take zinc anyway, and by the way, while I'm concerned with your health, if you're not taking serious doses of vitamin D, uh, then you're not aware of the universally acknowledged. There is no politics about that. Maybe if the president advocated vitamin D, there would be a massive uproar against the use of vitamin D. Yes, so Amy Coney Barrett has been installed as the ninth justice. And there are still conservative people who say they're conservative and are voting for the Democrat. 
It is wonderful. On this vote, the yeas are 52, the nays are 48. The nomination of Amy Coney Barrett of Indiana to be an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States is confirmed. So there are threats, of course, that if there is a uh, a Democratic president and Senate that they will pack the court, which means add members to the court, which is like saying if you lose the World Series or you lose a game, uh, you will add more players to the teams, more of your players, I should say, to the teams. Why? In fact, it's a good analogy because baseball is nine and the number of justices is nine. Imagine that. You know, we lost with nine players, so we're going to go to 12 because we have the capacity to do so. Yeah, I would like to. Let's hear former President Obama in Orlando, Florida. How many people are at the rally? Requires every single one of them. And what we do this week will matter for decades to come. That's true. Now, I've sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. And just in case you couldn't tell, they're very different people. I didn't think that Donald Trump would embrace my vision or my policies, but I did hope for the country's sake that he might show some interest in taking the job seriously. That's a stupid comment. But he didn't. He doesn't take it. He hasn't shown any interest in doing the work. Really? Or helping anybody but himself and his friends. Or treating the presidency as anything more than a reality show. Oh, God. That can give him the attention that he craves, and he does crave attention. This week, with everything that's happening, you know what he brought up? He, He was fussing about the crowd size at the inauguration again saying his was bigger. I, who, who, who is thinking about that right now? Nobody except him. But the rest of us have had to live with the consequences. More than 225,000 people in this country are dead. More than 100,000 small businesses have closed. Half a million jobs are gone in Florida alone. Think about that. All because of the president. What's his closing argument? That people are too focused on COVID. He said this at one of his rallies. COVID, 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 he's complaining. He's jealous of COVID's media coverage. It's a cute line. It's stupid, but it's cute. If he had been focused on COVID from the beginning... Mm. Cases wouldn't be reaching new record highs across the country this week. Why are they higher in Belgium? If we were focused on COVID now, the White House wouldn't be having its second outbreak in a month. The White House. Let me say this. I lived in the White House for a while. You know, it's a controlled environment. You can take some preventive measures in the White House to avoid getting sick. Except this guy can't seem to do it. He's turned the White House into a hot zone. Some of the places he holds rallies have seen new spikes right after he leaves town. And over the weekend, his chief of staff said, and I'm quoting here, I'm not making this up. 
His chief of staff on a news program says, we're not going to control the pandemic. He just said this. Yes, he did. And yes, we noticed you're not going to control the pandemic. Listen, winter is coming. They're waving the white flag of surrender. Florida, we can't afford four more years of this. That's why we've got to send Joe Biden to the White House. More lockdowns. More lockdowns. All right. Thank you. There you go. That's Florida. You need more lockdowns. You need to have more restaurants and small businesses close. You need to have more kids going on, uh, more young people, not kids, going on drugs. You need to have more spousal abuse. You need to have more child abuse. You need to have more suicide. You don't have enough, so let's lock down Florida too. That's what he's saying. Winter is coming. That's right. That's right. Let's not let's let's follow the teachers unions who refuse to have teachers teach. Cowards. Cowards. The commitment of teachers unions to children is identical to the commitment of the Communist Party to workers. They use workers and communism and the teachers union use children. It's beyond belief, the desecration of the profession of teaching. I would walk into a classroom in a nanosecond and teach. Test me. God. The degradation of the professions in the last 50 years in this country. Okay, y'all. Check out my uh, column this week. It's at Town Hall. It should be at DennisPrager.com. Then it goes many other places. About the school in Ohio, outside of Toledo, that said we would like our students to be exposed to different ideas. And so one teacher said, pick a PragerU video and watch it. And then uh, it went viral because HuffPost publicized it and it is uh oh i should play abc tv in toledo did a report i'm gonna try to get that for you all right y'all one eight prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six hi dennis prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain of course i want you to know about relief factor the 100 percent drug free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks... I found that I could climb stairs pain-free, but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Dennis Prager here. 
do want to remind you about Keep America, America America.com. Keep America, America. I had one of their representatives on. They're doing great work getting out the vote. You've got to push yourself to be an activist. It's it's true. Everybody does, especially if you haven't done it in the past. So you do do as much as you can, but at least find out what's possible. Go to KeepAmericaAmerica.com. Never has a website been more accurately titled. That's what the issue is. Keep America, America. We have a very, a very real possibility of losing America. America is an idea. It's not an ethnicity. And by the way, the, because it's so multi-ethnic, it can only work if there's a shared idea. And that's, that's the issue, and that idea is liberty. There are many other ideas. Look at the American Trinity, liberty, e pluribus unum, and God we trust. KeepAmericaAmerica.com. I asked, I talked to my grandson who's in Florida. Uh, he's, he's 10. And uh, we're very close, which is a beautiful thing. I'm very lucky. And uh, I, uh, we, 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 do, we do a Zoom talk or a Skype talk, whatever, some video talk. We use different platforms each uh, Monday. So I asked him yesterday, said, you tell me the truth. And I always want, I want, always want my, both my children and my grandchildren to level with me. I, 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 don't, I hate being patronized or something said just to make me feel good. I, I, I see through that and I, I, don't, I don't like it. So I said, look, totally level with me. I'm, I'm, I'm fine if, you, if you're not crazy about the idea, but would you like to hear stories about when I was a kid? And he said, very, very much, because it's, it's just a, you know, something to the effect it was a different world, and I want to know about it. I'd love to know about it. So the reason I asked was because my grandfather told me stories when I was his age, when I was my, not my grandson's age, and I loved them. I loved his stories about coming to America as a kid alone. His parents sent him from Poland and uh, he just came here with the, you know, the proverbial few cents in his pocket, began by sweeping floors and ended up owning a, a women's clothing store. Pearl Dress, named after his youngest daughter. He had four daughters. My mother was one of them. And so uh, I, I tell him, stories about America when I was a kid, and it really is, it's a different world. Obviously, there are ways in which it was worse, of course, but in most ways it was better. The freedom, the lack of fear. By the way, I so would like you to try to find on the internet videos of of left-wing gatherings and videos of right-wing gatherings and see where you find more people smiling. I mentioned this yesterday that I saw a video. They now have every week on Saturday there is 
a pro-Trump demonstration in, of all places, Beverly Hills, California, which one doesn't identify as Trump territory. And it was, uh, somebody was just walking along uh, on the street, I, I guess someone in the, that had a press credential because they didn't have to be behind the barrier, and they were, they, the person was simply videoing everybody at the barrier. And just about everyone was smiling and laughing. There was such a happiness differential between left and right. There are no happy leftists. There are happy liberals, unhappy liberals, happy conservatives, unhappy conservatives, but there are no happy leftists. If you were happy, you wouldn't be a leftist. And leftism makes you unhappier. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, Let's go to Kelly in Lansing, Michigan. Hello. Hello. Hi. I just wanted to call. I totally agree that kids should be out there. They should be doing stuff. I work in a rural community right outside of Lansing. Elementary, they do good. They pick their nose a little bit slow, but they're doing great with all the stuff. But, uh... Even though I work with a lot of people who don't have our same views, the one thing I do see is uh, that the risk versus the uh, pay is a little different. So let's say you're a substitute teacher. You make $75 a day, but maybe you are a breast cancer survivor or you have to take care of your parents. That's where some of the... But that's my my concern. Right. I don't, I'm not All right. So, so I work every day. Clearly, people who have special circumstances have special circumstances. Everybody understands that. But you should look at the the rates of of transmis, transmittal of the virus from children to adults uh, is is almost nil. So, people have to. We have to be guided by the numbers. Everybody says, or at least people theoretically say, follow the science. Don't follow one's feelings on this. We'll be back. Yes, indeed, y'all. I'm Dennis Prager. Good to be with you. I want to read to you about the training sessions for government employees on race. This is what is going on for government employees around the country. The president, to his great credit, said he directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. I ended it because it's racist, he said to Chris Wallace. Remember that? You might, you might not. Anyway. He said participants were asked to do things that were absolutely insane. They were teaching people to hate our country. That's reason number thousand to vote for Donald Trump. If you love the Maoist indoctrination sessions that the left has instituted in places of work and government, vote Democrat. I sit in amazement at conservatives who are never Trumpers. 
it it is a an, a a gulf that just confuses me because I know many many of the leading ones, but it is what it is. So there's an article in the Wall Street Journal about what these training sessions are about. Critical race theory training sessions in public agencies have pushed a deeply ideological agenda that includes reducing people to a racial essence, segregating them, and judging them by their group identity rather than individual character, behavior, and merit. At a series of events at the Treasury Department and federal financial agencies, diversity trainer Howard Ross taught employees that America was, quote, built on the backs of people who were enslaved, unquote, and all Americans are complicit in a system of white supremacy, quote, by automatic response to the ways we're taught. Whiteness, employees are told, quote, includes white privilege and white supremacy. What does whiteness mean? By the way, is there blackness? I haven't heard the term. Is there yellowness? Is there redness? It includes white privilege and white supremacy. Whites, quote, struggle to own their racism. This is truly what happened in Mao's China. Cultural revolution. People would get up and speak about their sins for opposing communism. He instructs managers to conduct, quote, listening sessions, unquote, get this, in which black employees can speak about their experience and be, quote, seen in their pain, unquote, while white employees are instructed, quote, to sit in the discomfort and not fill the silence with your own thoughts and feelings, unquote. Members of the, quote, group you're allying with, Mr. Ross says, are not, quote, obligated to like you, thank you, feel sorry for you, or forgive you. So let me understand. They have blacks and whites at a federal or state institution. Employees get together, and whites are told, shut up and listen to the blacks here express their pain, and remember they are not obligated to like you, thank you, or forgive you. So you've done nothing wrong, but but they will not forgive you. It's evil. It is truly evil. It, It is, the effects are horrible. I can only imagine that all it does is put tension between people who otherwise had no tension prior. If they had a session like this about anti-Semitism, I'm a Jew, so I'm saying this. If they had a session, all you Gentiles are really anti-Semitic. And let's hear from our Jewish employees about their pain. 
I, I would know how destructive that was to my relationships with other people at work. The left is vile. Everything it touches, it destroys, including human relations. I have more about this when we come back. All right, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. There we go. That's better. Oh, yeah. I'm reading to you stuff that's said at these race, diversity, whiteness, white privilege sessions for government workers. It's obscene. If I were a black, I would sit, I would be sitting in this squirming at the humiliation of my co-workers, at the humiliation of me as a black, the reduction of me from being whatever my name was to now being a black, that's it. The assumption of my non-black workers that I think like this well-paid fool destructive fool who's been brought into the offices. The president has put an end to this. Democrats love it. If whites and blacks get along, Democrats get fewer votes. Get it? That's a fact, not an opinion. It is a fact. That's right. As my old riddle goes, what do you call a happy black? A Republican. So you hear that? Blacks are not obligated to like you, thank you, feel sorry for you, or forgive you. For training like this, Mr. Ross and his firm have been paid $5 million over 15 years, according to federal disclosures. Much better to have flushed that money down the toilet than it does no damage. At the Sandia National Laboratories, which develops technology for America's nuclear arsenal, executives held a racially segregated training session for white male employees. The three-day event, which was led by a company called White Men as Full Diversity Partners, set the goal of examining white male culture and making the employees take responsibility for their white privilege male privilege and heterosexual privilege in one of the openings so that's that's the enemy you see no one else has privileges in america and all white male heterosexuals do well there you go wonder why white male heterosexuals commit suicide more than any other group I didn't get, they didn't get the message from the left that they're privileged. In one of the opening exercises, the instructors wrote on a whiteboard, whiteboard, that in itself is uh, racist, a whiteboard? They didn't use a blackboard? Whew. That white male culture can be associated with white supremacists, KKK, Aryan Nation, MAGA hat, and mass killings. 
MAGA hat is lumped now with KKK, white supremacy, and mass killings. Gee. I didn't know that. On the final day, the trainers asked employees to write letters to women and people of color. I would happily write such a letter. How you doing? It's nice to work with you. Have a great day. And if you took this stuff seriously, I'm sorry to say we don't have much in common. I have nothing to apologize for. Neither do you. At the Department of Homeland Security, diversity trainers held a session on microaggressions based on the work of psychologist Daryl Sue. In his academic work, Mr. Sue argues that white Americans have been, quote, fed a racial curriculum based on falsehoods, unwarranted fears, and the belief in their own superiority, and have thus been, quote, socialized into oppressor roles. Sean? I never thought of you as an oppressor. You were born an oppressor. I didn't know that. It's a sobering moment on the Dennis Prager Show. I work with two oppressors. Whew. This is this is beyond mockable. It's destructive in the extreme. Trainers taught Homeland Security employees that the quote myth of meritocracy, myth of meritocracy. Meritocracy means that the best get rewarded and that you should all strive to be better. Do you understand the damage this does to minorities to tell them you should not strive for merit? Can't think of a more racist, destructive notion. Listen to this. Listen to this. Homeland Security employees were taught that about the myth of meritocracy and that colorblindness is a foundation of racist microaggressions and micro-inequities. So you see, you shouldn't be colorblind. That is what you should be preoccupied with, a person's color. And what if the person is biracial? Which color do I obsess with? Over. I told you that left that liberals vote left is is a disgrace everything leftism stands for is the antithesis of liberalism which taught that colorblind is the ideal what happened i'll tell you what happened basically americans to a large extent adopted that so then the left had no more grievance by which it could attain power. That's the issue. So now it's turned on its head. Colorblind is now considered racist. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. You have to have been truly brainwashed 
and, and you become scary. Anybody who supports these diversity sessions, that as I am reading to you, uh, is uh, is truly brainwashed and is and scares me. And I'm not easily scared, as you know, uh, because when people cease being rational and uh, allow themselves to be brainwashed, uh, anything could happen. They they can be ordered to do very terrible things. It's very depressing for me to say this because I I've always I've always lived with a higher view of my fellow American. And uh, the uh, the success of the left in making worse people in our country, making the people of America not all by any means, but many just worse human beings, is a sobering moment. So they're taught. You hear this? This, this is what trainers that you bring into your place of work. Color blindness is a foundation of racist microaggression. The trainers insisted that statements such as America is the land of opportunity or everybody can succeed in the society if they work hard enough or I believe the most qualified person should get the job are racist and harmful. They are code for, quote, people of color are lazy and or incompetent and need to work harder. If a white employee disagrees, his point of view is dismissed as a denial of individual racism. Wow. So the, the, do you understand the contempt for blacks on the left? You should not say to a black person what you would say, of course, to a white person. You know, you should work harder. You should not say that to a black. That's racist. Of course, the notion that you should say it to a black is racist. Good advice to people of color is racist. Good advice to people who are white is not racist. As I tell my liberal relatives, you should preach what you practice. They all worked hard. They all graduated high school. They all got married before having children. It's not the code of success is not complex. All right, y'all. I want to remind you there's a banner at DennisPrager.com for one of the most noble groups in the United States, the Alliance Defending Freedom. They provide free lawyers for people battling for religious freedom and other freedom. This is the time during the break. Please click on that banner, ADF and contribute what you can. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically 
sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 